Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Robins on the Wire, a Bristol Post podcast with Michelle Owen. This edition of Robins on the Wire is sponsored by Flavor Vapor. Visit one of the Bristol or Bath shops for a personal introduction to all the products and services you'll need for a healthier start to 2018. Launching exciting new products in the Bedminster branch. Yeah, welcome along to Robins on the Wire with myself, Michelle Owen. And today I'm joined by Scotty Murray, which is very exciting. We'll be chatting to him about his time as a player at Bristol City. Of course, what he does now, uh, gain a bit more of an insight into what goes on in the dressing room. And of course, look ahead to Manchester City. Uh, Scotty, thanks for coming out on a wet Sunday afternoon and joining us. Uh, Just a couple of days to go until Manchester City, which we're all really excited about, obviously. So we'll come on to that in a bit. But I want to talk about you to start with and your time at Bristol City because you've had two spells as a player and obviously now you're back working for the star so let's go right back to the beginning when when you first joined and you were at Villa before didn't really get a chance there so coming to Bristol City you know what what was that like for you did you know you were going to get an opportunity straight uh, away it was weird because um, at the time I always met, remember um, Deadly Doug Doug Ellis I think we played a, a reserve game at Villa Park and he's, he's just come up to me bless him and he's because uh, oh Scotty by the way we've we agreed to sell you to Bristol City I like just come out with it like that and I was like that I said, where's Bristol? I don't even know where Bristol was. <laughs> and um, as I said, um, it came a bit of a shock at the time. And then I've looked at the league table, and I think at the time it was ourselves and Watford, both pushing to get promoted to the, the, the now championship. And, uh, mm. and to be fair, I wasn't playing. I didn't, I didn't really play many games at, at Aston Villa, so I think uh, it was a no-brainer for me. So I got the map out, found where Bristol was, and then uh, <laughs> got on the motorway. And when, when you came here, you know, you've only really we were chatting before we did this you went to Reading and had that sort of spell in between but really this is would you say as a player where you were most happy because you played how many games did you play? Because um, there's different 426 Beanie tells me Adam Baker Exactly Adam so. Baker the media officer so I was about to say there's differing accounts online so 426 times yeah. scored quite a few goals 91 allegedly Allegedly I, according I, to I, Adam I, again But no I, 92 for me I think but Where's Adam, the discrepancy? Adam took one off me at Notts County. We played Notts County at home. Yeah. And um, it's probably the only thing I remember about my whole career. <laughs> 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 it's, about, it's about him taking a goal off me. So I've, I've, I've had the header, mm. and um, I know for a fact it was on target, and it's come off a defender, and then um, oh. got taken as an own goal. So I hate that. Thank you, Adam. Yeah. So uh, when you are at Bristol City, you played... Uh, under Gary Johnson, of course, Lee Johnson's dad, and now you work with Lee Johnson, you play with Lee Johnson. Bristol City is very much a club that feels like it really values people and it's very loyal to people. Would you say that's sort of a fair statement? Because you've been around many of these people that have been there for years. I mean, Adam, who we've just been talking about, the media officer, has also been there for years. Do you think that's what makes this club special? I think um, people enjoy the whole working environment there. I think. And as I said, um, even when I, when I left to go to Yeovil, I think I was still working at the club. I was um, I was doing the, the the kids coaching as well. So I think all through the the only time I've obviously been away was the seven months when I went to Reading. But yeah. I probably still had more time in Bristol than I did at Reading. <laughs> so I think um, no, it, it was a bit weird. A, a Scotsman getting homesick at Bristol when he's uh, 
all these miles away from home. But um, no, it's, the, the, the whole the whole city is brilliant, and and the vibe around the club at the moment is. Um, it's, it's very positive and it's, it's a great place to work. Great place to work. It's funny because I came to have a chat to you before the first leg of the semi-final in the League Cup against Manchester City, and I said, "Oh, you know, you played that that game, and you were like, what? Which one's this?" And this was the League Cup um, around ten years ago now, wasn't it? Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I said, I'm not, not, "My memory is probably not the best." <laughs> I think, uh, I think it's 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 one of the things. And said, when you when you told me I played in the game, I think um, Adam Baker again come and told me that as well, and. I was like, oh, I can't even remember playing it. It was the 2-1 defeat, wasn't know. it? And I think I, now, now that we were having a chat about it, I remember vaguely seeing Sven Gorn Eriksson. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of them things. But as I said, it, my, um, my, my memory is definitely not the best anyway. <laughs> so it's, um, it's nice to look back on these things now. And as I said, and I even played 90 minutes that game, so mm-hmm. I must have done all right. You must have done all right. And is it weird now, sort of all these years later, seeing Manchester City come to Ashton Gate as they will, and you know they've been Premier League champions. They've they've come so far. Could you have imagined that that was going to happen when you played them that night? Um, no, not at all. I think um, probably that game. They, they just probably started just getting into the money. I think and Sven had spent a few quid, and as I said, it's, but now they're probably one of the best teams in Europe. Yeah, I think uh, the way um, Pep's got them playing is it's an absolute joy to watch. And, and I think there's not many teams I'd actually go and pay to to go and watch. But I think uh, over the years probably Arsenal when they were in their Invincible time, Invincible, and then, yeah. and I think um, obviously now I just I, I like I like watching good players play football, and as I said, even though the, the first leg up there was it was absolutely brilliant, loved it. Yeah, we'll come back to that in, in just a while. In terms of when you did play at Bristol City, is there a particular moment that stands out as a favourite in, in a game, or a particular goal you scored, or an assist? I mean, come on, everyone likes scoring more than assists, well, don't the, they? Listen, it's the, the, the best feel in the world. I think um, the, the only thing that came close to scoring for me was. Um, like an assist obviously being as a wide player mm. I think crossing is probably my favourite part of the game and if I can set up a cross and somebody scores then it's brilliant but um, I've, no, I've had a few I think um, I think we played uh, Mansfield at home I scored a hat-trick my only career hat-trick which is absolutely brilliant I think and um, I remember scoring one against um, Oldham uh, at the time Oldham they had, um, they were unbeaten away from home in the league so I think it was um, I've run from inside with the ball inside from my own half all the way down the other way. You're playing this down. I know, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've cut inside and curled it in the far corner. But as I said, no, I did listen. The 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 nights the, in the night games at Ashton Gate are absolutely brilliant. Yeah. What, and I think that's probably the there's, uh, there's not many actually things that I miss about playing. But mm. I think um, the the midweek night games under the floodlights. I think it's, it's it, nothing like no, it. No, you can't you can't be in. And if there's a little bit of rain, it's, it's a bit weird. That is it really? Yeah. I'm getting all excited about a bit of rain. But some floodlights. Put the ball on the keeper, isn't it? That's it. But it's not, as I said, it's, it's brilliant and I, I still try. I play Mondays and Wednesdays and Sundays still, but. What's that? Five aside, side, left aside? The, the Mondays are five aside and Wednesdays are. Uh, we've got a staff team, Bristol staff team. We played a, in a league on a Wednesday up at ah. Clifton College, then Sunday I play for the Three Lions. I think Lewis Carey plays. Yep. Plays as well. So that's, that's a decent team. Yeah, but not bad, to be fair. Yeah. Getting on a bit nice, so that's all right. Yeah. And you, you came back in. We think it's around 2012. You don't know either, but I think it's 2012. You came back in this role as, uh, well, it says it says Kitman, doesn't it? That's your yeah. role, but it seems to involve so much more. Tell me sort of more about, let's just say, let's do a match day to start with, for example. Um, on an away match day as well. How does that work if the team are travelling the night so, before? Um, so what happens in a, a normal match day? The lads Man City, be, yeah. for example, when you went so there. So we, um, that, was, that was a bit different because we actually trained up there, but in a normal away game, what, we, what we'll do, the lads will... 
they'll train in the morning um, a bit feeling mm-hmm. and they tend to leave about one o'clock to obviously miss all the traffic and then they mm-hmm. leave and then I'll, <clears throat> I'll go back I, I need to I need to hang about and wait for the 23s to finish training so I can get all their dirty kit down to the, the two laundry ladies so I need to hang about so what I do I, I get all my match kit because I need to stay as late as possible in case obviously the gaffer phones me up somebody's been added to the squad so I, I, t- I tend to leave I tend to leave about 9 o'clock so it usually gets me where I want to be about midnight so late night then? <laughs> it's a long day because I, I start at 6. To so say you started at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. then, as I said, and then, and then, so I get all my match kit ready, get to the hotel for about midnight, waking up about 8 o'clock in the morning, have my breakfast, and then shoot straight to the stadium, and then start putting all the kits out for the for the game. But it's, no, it's a, first thing you're, you're down the stadium, yeah, straight away. Straight away, wow. and it's one of them things that I'm. Um, I, lo- I just love love doing it, and it's a great fun. And as I said, the the away games are probably the only time you get slightly stressed, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, maybe. But I can't no, really imagine you stressed because it, no, mm. it, 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 it's one of them things. If you um, if you if you forget something, touch wood, but I ain't I ain't done yet. But I've maybe half a couple of times. What's the worst thing you've forgotten? Um, let me think. There's nothing overly massive. I like kit and everything. It's physically impossible for me to forget any kit because. I've got my book and I tick off all my little bits and bars. But mm. I was like, what we do on a Friday, there, we got a big metal tin but the, but the boots go in. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, but what I do, I leave So do you put the, the, no. the players' boots in for them? No, so what I do, I leave the tin there, so I put the onus on the players to put their own boots in because yeah. really... They really should be putting their own boots in, should yeah, they? They're so grown they, men. <laughs> so, the, so, the, so the lads put their own boots in. And then that is a couple of times that a few lads have forgot to put their boots in. No, so what? So they're turning so, up to a ground like. So, for example, boots? we played Redden last season and one of the lads forgot his boots. Come on, name and shame. <laughs> you got a name and shame. Let's do clear. No, actually, they're not here anymore. Right, so who is it then? He's not here anymore. Well, he's not here. Who is it? He's not here anymore. Oh. <laughs> I can't name and shame, can I? No. <laughs> you can't. He would kill me. It's the one that's left. I'm, I'm trying to think. They're leaving summer. <laughs> Am I getting closer? Huh? Am I getting closer to the leaving summer? Well, mine. Can you give me a name? Blood from Stone. That's where you, you got more right, chance. Okay. So, so what's happened is that he's. Uh, <laughs> I've, just, I've gone past it. So I've got him. So I've, I, what I do, I end up. I put all the boots out, and then next to this lad's space, there's no boots. So I'm like that straight away. I text him. Listen, have you um, have you got your own boots? Because sometimes the lads may take their own boots. You know, and like um, sit in the bed with their boots on or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So I've texted him, he goes, he goes, no, I've definitely packed him. I went, you definitely haven't packed him. He goes, honestly, he goes, they're not here. And then I came this way awards and everything. So what I did, I um, I phoned a security, for security or um, guard, the guy that looked at Arthur Training and phoned him up. He went, I told him exactly where the player's boots were. Yeah. He took him down to the stadium and lucky it was just Redding. And um, I got him to drop him off. Then Adam Baker again, the saviour. The saviour of the day. He's, um, he's, picked the, he's picked the boots up and took them into me. So, but the thing wow. is, um, yeah, and actually, somebody's actually forgot the boots this season as well. Really? <laughs> no, obviously not the same person. No, that no. Yeah. Left. So yeah. How do you forget your boots? Oh wow. Do you know what it is? What on a Friday is a big rush. Mm. You know, like if you're training. Yeah, I can imagine because they're training in the morning. So, yeah. Got to get on the bus. So it is quite a, stressful. Yeah, it's a bit. Um, mm. It's a bit busy and panicky, but. Um, yeah, so it, it, it's things we can work out. But what happens, like, if, you know, let's say a Tuesday night game, you get home at sort of two in the morning from a club up north? Well, maybe um, on Friday night, I got home. Yeah, Derby. So I got home 
I had to wait for Frankie Fielding because him and um, Jamie Patterson were getting drug tested. So the problem is after you played a game for 90 minutes, well, Frankie, I know you played for half. You're very dehydrated. Yeah. So we've ended up, so me and Frankie have actually left Derby Stadium at half 11. Oh, wow. <laughs> so then obviously by the time Frankie lives in Port's Head, so by the time I dropped him off at Port's Head mm. and got home, I actually thought I'd go back to the stadium about quarter past two. And you know um, what? What time did you leave? Half eleven. Wow. So I got back to the stadium about quarter past two. So I've decided actually, you know what? It's quarter past two. So I went in, unloaded my van. Mm. So I left the stadium probably about quarter to three. And then I had to come back in for half six. What on Saturday? Saturday morning because we had some injured players in. Ah, uh, so recovering things so, as well. Yeah, so I went up to the training ground about half six with the lads training kit for the, the ones that are up there. Then I'd come back, straight to Phil to my oldest boy, watch him play football and then that's it. So I said, you know what, it's it really long hours. It's intense, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. How, yeah, you mentioned, you, I think you got two little ones, haven't you? Three. Three. And my daughter Ella, she's 18. Yeah. And then she just passed a test. So, so she can drive it. Right. Yeah. And then um, Jay, he's 16. And yeah. um, Sam, he's nine. So not so little ones, but yeah. how do you, you know, how do you have a personal life around this? Because these yeah. hours are crazy. Do you know what? I think now, I think that we, we tend to, I try and get the, all the dirty kit down to the stadium for three o'clock and then that means the ladies have got, they like to leave at five. So if I can get my all the kit down by three o'clock then I tend to finish about three-ish. But I end up coming, if I go back to pick my youngest up from Churchill School, mm. if I've got anything else less to do, I'll come back and finish it all up. It's a long day, isn't it? Is it? A it's a long, long day. day. I mean, you're in pretty much every day, then, are you? Every day. Every wow. day. And I think, um, he's, like as I said, um, even days off, I'm not one of them who could just go home and sit and chill. It's not me. You're alive, why, aren't you? And I think I'll, I'll end up coming in and just checking kit just to make sure everyone mm. shuts it there for Saturday. Yeah. It just gives me something to do. But do you well. love it? Love it, yeah. Yeah. And... I've, I, it's funny because where we are usually reporting for Sky Sports, we're up on the gantry at the top of the yeah. Lansdowne. And I was watching, uh, it was the Norwich game, and I watched all the players come over you, and they literally just put their training tops on top of your head until it's, you disappear under a mound of training it's, tops. Um, it's, it's weird because it's, it's a bit like it's a bit of a ritual now, I think. Um, yeah. So we've got these anthem jackets, so they're, they're special jackets that get worn just the shaking hands and the referees. And they're the line-up. It's the only time they're worn, isn't it? Only time. So wow. literally, they're wearing for 10 seconds. Yeah. Biggest waste of time for me in the world, <laughs> especially so, for you. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know what? They they do actually look good, so they they are nice, and they, it makes the lads look smart. Mm. So what what I tend to do, um, I go in the dressing room about after I've fetched all the balls in, after I've kicked them in the crowd and everything. I think um, good I, luck I, getting I, them I know, back. I know, and I, 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 um, I get into the changing room, the dressing room about ten to three, make sure everyone's got their stuff, everyone's happy. I'll come out about five to three, and I stand by. We've got some cones where the the lads do a couple of little sprints before they actually. So I stand there and um, I just said they've all decided now they just get to chuck them on my head. That's now a ritual. It's, it's a pretty a much thing. And then it's funny because and then so nine lads will do it. I've got to pull Frankie's off because he's obviously oh, got his gloves, gloves on. So Frankie, yeah. if, you, if you if you ever watch Frankie, will come up to me. He'll turn around. It's honestly they're all weirdos. <laughs> he'll turn around I and I said Frankie put his hands at his back and I've got to pull it off him. Brilliant. And then um, so everyone will go and then. It's Bailey Wright, so everyone's gone. So there's Bailey Wright and Corey Smith are the last two. Yeah. Bailey Wright will do a little sprint, come over, and then he'll take his off nicely. 
Corey Smith will come after him. So they've all got their own little ritual. Yeah, all su- superstitions but, yeah. probably like that, aren't they? But yeah. to see that sort of camaraderie that you all have, you know, I mean, you're part of that. I mean, yeah. people, I mean, I mean, it's all due respect. People might think, oh, Kit Man, yeah. like, he, he washes the kit. You know what? There's you so know, much more to it. Listen, isn't there? I, um, I, I must be honest, right? But if you'd said to me when I played Kit Man, I, I would literally say what you just said mm. there. It's literally getting the, the, the training kit ready, match kit ready, but. There's so many. Every player, <laughs> That's what you thought you'd sign up for. Yeah, and I'm not joking. Every player has got something different to the other one, what they have in their kit. Everybody. And you have to remember all. So, like Frankie Fielding, for example, on his match kit, he'll have, he's got his own special trousers with his FF on the, and he's got a special Adidas Under Armour top. He wears it every game. Just to warm up, and that's it. And then you get Joe Bryan, he wears special shin pad covers that go over his shin pads. Flinny, he's got his own. Calvin Klein pants. Is that what he wears under his boxes that we so, can see? Yeah. What the long jumps? So, no, no, he's got. You know, he's got. Uh, he, he wears his own Calvin Klein. Uh, he wears pants and then he wears his under shorts. So, yeah, no, no, he's just got pants on. So that's what you can see when he lifts up. You know, there's the photo of him. Um, oh yeah, just Calvin Klein's gone. But because oh, he's wow. nine foot five, they look like cycling shorts. Yes, they do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so he's um, so he's got them. He wears a special pair of. Nike socks, pants, yeah. Yeah, look at Bailey Wright, he's got special pants and socks again. You've got, and you've got to try and cater for all, all of these. Flipping and like, Flint, Flint, to be fair, he's, um, he, he's a new pair of socks every game. Oh, wow. It's good for me, but don't bother me because... Yeah, because you don't have to wash them. No, no, but it's good because he's he's the only lad that wears size 12 to 14 God, socks. Huge. Yeah. So he's so he literally has 50 pairs of socks all yeah. himself. Yeah. So as I said, it's no big deal for me for him to have new socks every game because... He's the only one who wears them. Yeah. And obviously you have a great relationship with the players, as we've just yeah. heard about. What about with the coaching staff? You know, you've got Lee Johnson and it's sort of like the three musketeers, Dean Holland, yeah. Jamie McAllister. Obviously they've all got a fantastic relationship. But you're part of that. I mean, I there's, there's been so many great photos recently of as Bristol City have been in the national press yeah. as well. You know, there's that photo of you. I think you were jumping on Jamie McAllister's back, yeah. hugging Lee Johnson. You're very much a part of it on the Definitely, touchline, yeah. aren't you? I think um, it's, it's weird because we're all young about <laughs> <laughs> in staff, in staff ways, but all young lads. Yeah, yeah. And it's, um, it's, but all like good mates. Mm. It's like going to work with your mates every day. It's brilliant. And he said, I remember Dean Holden. He's, um, we were having a chat, and he was saying, um, when he when he played against me, he said he, it was one of the games. You end, end up doing his knee, I think, mm. because he tried to smash me in one of the games. He said I was too quick for him. And now, and now he's <laughs> now he's my mate. And <laughs> it's a small world, isn't brilliant. it? But you know, do you socialise with them? And you obviously have this you know great what? relationship with them. You spend so much time together, yeah, anyway, don't you? No, socialise wise, it's so um, everyone's got their own little lives. See, so you'd, mm. apart from in work, that's it. But work is such as we've just yeah. established. Such you spend like, so much time together, don't literally, you? Literally, as I said, you're. Um, it's every every minute of the day, really. And, and you know what? And, and being the kit man, you're you're I'm literally on call twenty four seven. And it's such a big responsibility, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is. And as I said, it's there's a lot of things that people don't actually know that people do, and it's brilliant, good fun. Um, what I wanted to ask you as well was compared to the side that you played in, the the latter one that pushed for promotion under Gary Johnson. Do you think this group of players, how do they compare to the team that you were in? Do you, and do you think they've got sort of what it takes? I think these could go probably one step further, I think. I think um, we were a very, as I said, we were a very close team back when we played as well. Everyone was... Like, you, you don't get any big time, Charlie, so, so much. I think it's... Everyone got on with everybody. And if, if you didn't get on with somebody, we'd have it out. 
So this then is, by the end yeah. of training, you'd be mates again. This is oh. what Lee Johnson was saying the other week. He said whoever comes in in this January transfer window has to... It's not even... Sometimes it's not even about ability yeah. now. It's about fitting in with that cohesiveness yeah. of the dressing room. And I think it, I think long gone are the days people, the manager, just signed somebody. They, they do background check. It's like, um, it's like they're doing a full investigation of yeah. them. I think um, you need to find everything out about people nowadays, and as I said, it's like nowadays with the social media and everything. It's, it's. Uh, I'm glad Twitter and stuff like that wasn't about what I play because I can imagine I'm one of them. You you read stuff. I, there's so much negative stuff on there all the time. Like, yeah, of I can imagine for for lads that are on the social media, mm. it must be so hard to bite your tongue and not mm. have a little nibble at people because you're there to be shot down, really. But do you think these these boys can? Can go up this season. Yeah, I think, but I think we've got a good as chance as anybody. I think um, we're a young, young, enthusiastic team. I think um, we've got plenty of energy. Lads love working hard, and I think that's the main things you need if you want to go where you want to be. And I think, um, I think we've got a good as chance as anybody. Yeah, and you're right in the mix at the moment. I wanted to ask you about players that you've played with as well. Um, who would you say is the best player out of all you play? Everyone you played with that you played with on the pitch. Um, you better say Lee Johnson to keep him happy now. <laughs> Of course. Yes, it was Lee Johnson. <laughs> I think, um, I think obviously for me, Brian Tinian Hink was um, mm. out of my 91 goals, well, 92, if I'm including the one being Edge who got. We're saying 92, aren't we? Yeah. I think out of them 92, Brian Tinian probably set up about 93 of them. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, so he, he, He's I, such a Bristol City legend. Un- unbelievable. And um, what a, a really nice bloke as well. And, it's an, I've been lucky to play with a lot of good players, Lewis Carey, yeah. as I said, and Brian Tinian. And, and again, reverting back to what we said earlier, he's a loyal player. So this is, it's this everyone, is it, what comes across for, so much. For some reason, I think um, players love Bristol in general. I think it's such a friendly place. And yeah. As I said, I, I, I go walking about, going into town or whatever, go shopping, about, yeah, I get Rovers fans, come up and give me sticks. Brilliant, I love it. And as I said, I think they expect me to give it back to them. So that's. That's why they, they know I'm an approachable person because I literally will speak to anybody. Yeah. I'm one of them lads and I think um, I enjoy having a laugh and, and a joke more than anybody. And as I said, they, I think most people, even on, as I said on Twitter, people will come and have a go at me all yeah. the time. Just not friendly banter, I, I may add, but it's, it's great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I give um, as good as much as I can take to be fair. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> Talking uh, about the squad now then, I've got some quick fire questions to you. If you're sort of thinking around the teammate questions they used to do on, okay. on, on Soccer AM. Uh, at the moment and the current crop of players, who is the most skillful? Um, skillful. I, we call Jamie Parts and Snake Hips. Yeah, I, so I, I can absolutely um, see that. So he's um, he's a little little lad. It twists and turns. So I think he's um, he's probably one of them. Like I, I wouldn't like to mark against him. I think he'd probably mm. twist you up. I think, but Snake Hips part will probably. Who's the best tackler? I mean, there's some decent decent defenders um, in that team. Oh, I, I, well, I'll, I'll, who I wouldn't like to get tackled by. Probably Nathan Baker. Or, oh, he goes in with everything, doesn't he? Whew. Or um, Joe Bryan as well. He, he quite yeah. enjoys a tackle. And, and in training, is it is it like that as well? You know, is yeah. it full blooded? Yeah, hundred percent. I think you you could change the way you play. I think. Yeah. Definitely. And yeah. I think um, get respect the players you play with me as well. I think. But obviously, there's times you know you can't go in and smash somebody. But I think uh, no, you always train the way you play. Definitely. Who has the best? Banter in the dressing room. Is that not including me, no. Well, we can't include you in that. Okay, no. <laughs> uh, I'm going to struggle now, I think. Then oh. I'm going to struggle. There. Uh, there's a few funny lads. Calma Dowd and Josh Brown here. They're like Morecambe and Moyes. Yeah. They're, uh, I think um, Lee Johnson called them hyenas. Yeah, they're them two. Yeah, they're, them two together, then you're in trouble. I think so. Yeah. 
Yeah, two, two weirdos. <laughs> two weirdos. <laughs> Who's the loudest? Um, I'm not allowed to claim myself again. Well, yeah, we're, no. we're, we're counting you out then. Right, okay. <laughs> um, the loudest, um, that's not a thing. There's a, there's a few lively ones in there, to be fair. And Flinty's obviously very loud. Yeah, I've heard and about it, his uh, boombox with flashing. So at the, at the start of the season, it was a couple of seasons ago, I've said to Flinty about getting the lads putting in a tenner each and we'll buy a little beatbox thing. Mm. So I was hoping, I think you get these Dray by Beats things. Yeah, it's like a little bar, yeah. right? So I'm saying to Flinty, get one of them, you know what, it'll fit into my little tin, perfect. Yeah. I don't have to worry about no it. No bother. No problem whatsoever. Next day, Flinty comes in and it is literally, it's nearly as tall as he is, the boom <laughs> box. And as I said, I remember, the, the season we got promoted, what we used to do after the game, if he'd won, we put the lights out and it's like a disco, honestly. And it's, <laughs> so this is the League One season, yeah? yeah? so now, now, we've got a brand new one at the start of this season, Flinty again. Can we get a little small one, a little bar? You must Please know you're barking yeah. at the wrong tree with him. <laughs> but you know what, it's now, it's now part of the joke, I think, now, so I'll probably do the same again next season. But the thing is, I keep chucking it about everywhere, so hoping it'll break. <laughs> so when we get a new one, they might actually go for a, a smaller one, so... Brilliant. Uh, who is the sort of the brainiest, the cleverest oh. out of that squad? I know that's a hard one. <laughs> we are chatting about football as here, aren't we? Jeez, Joe Bryan's probably, I think he's... Joe Bryan's dad's a doctor, isn't he? There you go. Of so course, because uh, his dad um, did surgery on Gary yeah, Johnson. Yeah, so I think Joe went to Clifton College, I think, or somewhere like that. Oh, he's a brainy boy. So he's a, yeah, he's a brainy lad, I think. Um, let's move on then to Manchester City this Tuesday. Um, first of all, let's talk about your visit up there. How was the Etihad? How do they treat you? Brilliant, I think... Um, it was just, obviously I get there a lot earlier than everybody else, I think um, it was weird because the tunnel is like a, well, there's a club called the Tunnel Club, right. so I don't know if you, if you know, in the actual tunnel, there's, um, it's one way glass, so when you're walking down the tunnel, you can't actually see what's there, mm-hmm. but it's all hospitality, people are eating, so and they actually see the players walking out the tunnel. So they can see you, but you can't see yeah, them? Yeah, so wow. I remember because when we played Watford, the, the kit man there, Said, whatever you do, make sure you don't pick your nose in the tunnel. <laughs> so I think, uh, no, but it was a bit, you know, it was very well thought out that, because obviously people are paying a lot of money to have yeah. their food and then they're literally getting as close as we are now to seeing their, mm. their heroes. So I think, um, brilliant. And then as I said, stepped out in the pitch, had a look around, all the neon blue lights were, looked absolutely amazing. Mm. Amazing. And then the dressing room, I thought would have been nicer. That's but, deliberate though, isn't it? I think so, because I actually went into their dressing room after the, when everyone had gone and their dressing room's unbelievable yeah but that's yeah. always the way it is isn't it your, your, yeah. your dressing room is always you get amazing nice playing and basic yeah, of course yeah, yeah. but no I didn't just say it was just it was the whole the whole night was and you know what for us to even be in a semi-final of a major cup is is unbelievable yeah. so I think um, considering where we were last season as well I think um, I think we're only two games from Europe now, so the, the exactly. guy's probably right <laughs> yeah well he said it he said although five he said years, five yeah. years yeah so he's, he's probably Got a few years too early, I think. But thinking about that night a couple of weeks ago, what was so good is Bristol City played your game, pressed high, got the goal. Yeah. However, the pressing high sort of led to the equaliser, didn't it? So how, yeah, how did you press this one? I don't know. I think um, well, we're at home this game, so I think the the one thing you'll guarantee you'll we'll be at we'll go at them. I think that's the only we we know because how to play. I think the Gav has got them working extremely hard mm. in the pressing game, and as mm. I said it. And um, no, it should be, it'd be another good game, and obviously it's going to be a sellout, and all the Sky TV cameras are going to mm. be there. So it's, to be fair, we've had a lot of good coverage in the last two or three months, so it's been absolutely brilliant for us. And 
as I said, people are actually chatting about this in a good a good light, which is was good for us. Yeah, and just looking back to sort of well, this time last year when you were on that losing streak, it felt like you can get a win from anywhere. Lee Johnson was under immense pressure, and you were you were part of that behind the scenes. What was that like, and horrible. how nice is it to see? It's horrible. Get a Especially with the gaffer and myself and Maka, who've also played for the club as well. I think, um, well, I'll say it as our club, one thing you don't want is seeing is your team not doing very well, and I think uh, it probably hurts us to more than a lot of people, I think. Mm. And I think, um, as I said, and, that, and, that, and that's the time when you know who's going to be fighting your corner. And as I said, we've all stuck together, we've got out of it, and, and now we're, we're reaping the rewards now. I think uh, the lads, I think the lads have had a season extra now in the championship and I think you can see now mm. where they were playing it's um, that experienced young kids now Is it a concern the amount of injuries that, that are being picked up I mean obviously the volume of games hasn't helped but Nathan Baker going over on his ankle was, was not nice to see on, yeah. on Friday night and you know I've written in my column this week about how losing Nathan Baker it's a problem because then Bailey Wright might have to come into the middle then who do you put a right back obviously young Zach Viner's gone out on loan Pisano's injured yeah. do you put Corey Smith back there do you switch Madison do you bring Brian back yeah. really one injury has such What's an impact that? on the whole I team think, I think um, Nathan Baker I think has been he's been superb all mm. season I think he's him and Flint together are probably one of the best pairings in the whole division I think and it's a big loss for anybody but I think um, the good thing we also think we've got players like, as you said, Magnuson, Joe Bryan, they can all come in and play that position. So I think um, we've had a few injuries this season and I think it's, we're, not, we're not a team that's getting more about it. We've just got to get on with it. And mm. I think it's good we've got Fumara come back on yeah. Friday. And that's, that's, to be fair, that's like a new signing for us. I think uh, we've, he's been out for about three months. Mm. Little Bobby Reid up front's been um, scoring a goal. So it'd be nice to give Bobby a bit of help as well up there. Yeah. I think. So now we're looking forward to it. And, the injuries are part and parcel again nowadays. Yeah. That's why that's why you get scores of twenty five or whatever. I don't know how so, much of an insight you get, but do you think much more will happen in this January transfer window? I mean, there's less uh, than two weeks left now. Aren't yeah, there? I think I think we'll probably get a couple in. I think we'll probably get two or three in. You never know. Maybe very soon. Oh no! Oh, no, no. What did you no. say? Adam no. Baker will be telling you off. Yeah. No, no. You, you never know. I think um, the, the transfer window. The kit man's usually the last person to find out. Mm. Yeah, you're just going to talk, can we, can we get a new shirt? I usually know, yeah, I, I usually know because, um, as I said, Adam Baker will phone me up and um, he'll say, Scotty, can I get a couple of shirts? That's what he'll say. Oh, so, you know, like when they, yeah. you see the pictures of the players holding yeah, the shirts up, yeah. so he'll phone me and I'm like that straight away. Oh, what's what this for? What? And now he, he's got the, he starts using the gifts as, as a yes. smoke screen. Yeah. So, he's like, oh yeah, we're making some gifts. And I went like that. Well, yeah, but the green screen in here, so hmm. suspicious. Yeah, so he, he's not a very good liar, being. <laughs> um, what advice would you give for for young players coming through now? Because uh, plastered on the side of the tunnel when you walk down Ashton Gate is relentless in the pursuit of excellence. That's Lee Johnson's motto. Yeah. He has it up in his office as well, and yeah, you know, it's a, it's a great motto. Yeah. And it's a sort of an inspiring thing. And when you sit down with Lee Johnson, he's a very inspiring man. Yeah, and. I'm sure that helps the young players coming through. But what would what would you say to young players um, coming through? You know I'm, I'm proper old school. I'm one of them. Just hard work. Mm. I think hard work. The harder you work, the easier it is. That's all it is. And I think, um, do you know what? If I if I was a man, I'd rather have somebody with a hard work ethic than ability. Hundred percent. Mm. Definitely. I think um, people people who don't want to work hard, it's hard. You can't coach that. If they don't want to run about, they ain't got to run about. Simple as that. If you get somebody who actually enjoys hard work, you can co- you can coach people at like that because because they enjoy the work. And I, I, that's all through my career when I play. That's 
ability-wise, there's probably nowhere near as half as good as any mm. the lads I played with. But think you'd be hard on yourself. I, yeah, no, I, I, I loved it, loved running. Mm. But it's like now nah, you, you couldn't get me out running in the rain. That's for sure. Yeah. But like if, if you put a ball in front of me, I'd chase it all day. Yeah. <laughs> I'd yeah. chase it all day. But it's that football man, football yeah. mentality, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I think, um, as I said, I, for some reason, I just enjoyed working hard and. And I like I used to love seeing the left backs playing against me, um, breathing heavily. Because <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd run past them smiling, and I yeah, think yeah. that probably probably um, killed them off even more. I think so. I think uh, no, I would just I would just just work hard, and you never know who's watching because you you could be playing football and be your mates in the park, and somebody might walk past and say, "Oh, you look not bad," and then it all kicks off from there. And to be fair, there's a lot of luck involved as well. Mm. A lot of luck. I'm going to ask you now to just to finish off. Score prediction for Tuesday night against Manchester City. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, home win. That'll do me. Home but, win. But by a goal, a goal yeah. to nil. So I think yeah, that think would take it to extra time, extra time and yeah. that would be enough because be enough. If, over 120 minutes with the away goals rule. Yeah, so be a rule as it. Yeah, it only the, comes into play in extra yeah. time. Yeah, I don't know. Where did they get that from? Are you going to know what's going on on the <laughs> no, sideline? No, that's what I mean. No, that's what I mean. So, no, what I mean is, um, like, you, you play Champions League or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The goals came after ninety minutes. So I don't... But it's weird that it's after. Yeah, it's it's I mean, very yeah. confusing. I think a few people are going to be very confused. And on it's Tuesday like, a, just like, it the, just like the penalties now. You, you take one, then you, some, the other team takes two, yeah. and then it's all. Yeah, what do you think of VAR back. then? By the way, um, oh, I'm, de- I'm up for it definitely. Yeah, I think, and you know what, it's the game's hard enough now with the officials blessing. Then I think. They're trying to keep up with athletes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's not... I'm not saying they're not fit or whatever, but it's hard enough trying to keep up with anybody, let alone athletes. Mm. And, and, and they've got to make a split decision like that. Mm. So of course they're going to get some of them wrong, definitely. Mm. So if, it mean, if you can get a VAR to help them out, then I think it's brilliant. Yeah. I think it don't, don't hurt the American football or the, the rugby league or stuff like that. So, you know what, there's, there's people's jobs at stake as well. There's a lot of money involved. So you know what? Give them as much help as possible, definitely. And back to the score prediction then. So, <laughs> what, you, am I going to get a scoreline out of you? Um, hmm. I'll, I'll, I'm happy with one nil. One nil, yeah. yeah. That'll do me. Be fantastic. I'll see you at Wembley. Well, we got to last 120 minutes for that to happen. Yeah, Scotty, yeah. thank you so much for coming. Pleasure. On. We really appreciate it. That was a good fun. Thank you very much. Robins on the wire. Ook bewust bezig zijn met je mobiel? Dat kan al voor 21,50 per maand met de iPhone SE 32 gigabyte. Nu met 300 minuten of sms'jes en 1000 MB 4G internet. Kijk op ben.nl Let op. Geld plenen kost geld.